We are here with Squared Circle Science. I am Jason, and I'm here with my right-hand man, Casey. And man, we have a special guest tonight, none other than Lisa Marie Barone. Uh, she did Victoria. She did. She has been everywhere, and it is an honor to have her. Say hey, Lisa. Hi. Thank you for having me. Thank, thank you. So much. <laughs> yes. Uh, and my last name is Varen. Very boring and simple. Okay. <laughs> no, no worries. Everybody messes up on that one. Um, but um, how are you guys doing? We're doing yeah. great. Thank you so much. Like I said, for taking time out to speak to us. Um, we have a lot we want to get through. If if you're ready, we're ready. We are. I'm ready. Of course. You don't need to ask me that, silly. Perfect, Casey. Let's get into it. All right. Well, I mean, everyone knows you're in WWE and everything, but let's start out with. What you've been doing recently, the Indies, um, last weekend you faced Katarina Waters at BTW. How was that? Oh my gosh. Um, it was, it, I, everyone, I was, I, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, you know, I'm a little rusty and, uh, you know, wrestling, it's, it's, it's much easier when you're booked every single weekend to not be sore. Um, which is really weird, right? But when you take a long break between each match, like, from working that much, your body doesn't know whether to relax or tighten up or relax or like get prepared to get hit by a car. You know what I mean? So your body gets it goes into a little bit of spasms. So that was in the back of my mind. I knew this, but working with her was cake. So so easy. Um, it it's such a it's a way different with working with people you worked with before, and also that people that have had experience in the business. You know. You know, there's some moves that you need to go over sometimes, you know what I mean? Um, her and I just went out there and just went with the flow, didn't really go over anything. And, you know, of course, I was nervous. I was, like, kind of going, maybe we should have gone over something. But when we came back, I go, oh, my God, that was so easy, that match. Oh, my gosh. You know, I was winded and a little blown up, I'll be honest with you. But uh, it, it, it was nice. And that crowd was amazing. I was a baby face. I was a good guy. So I'm not used to kids running up to me, and you know there was no bar- there were they didn't have barriers and they were running up hugging, high fiving me, and uh, now I can understand why people like to be good guys. You know I prefer to be bad guys, uh, a bad guy, regardless. I'm just better at it. But the feeling you get when the kids come running and hug you and go, oh my gosh, and they're so excited to meet you um, instead of being scared of you all the time, like my old my character normally is. Um, it was so rewarding, and that was it was for autism. So that's always like a good feeling too when you're doing stuff for charity. Of course. So I had a blast. I love working Katarina, and I was when I was talking to her, I was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm going to tell some um, other promoters if they ask me, hey, who do you want to wrestle?' I'm going to I'm going to put her name down like um, top of the list. Uh, just I'm telling you, it's it, it's hard to describe when you don't don't wrestle. It was the easiest match ever, but we still have great moves. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, okay. But, yeah, and the fans were were happy. You know, um, that's all that matters, you know. Oh, good. I'm glad it was. Also, too, the the pressure of, uh, I was explaining this to one of the valets there, um, a a girl, and um, she's young, and she just came back into the business, but she hasn't made it to TNA or WWE. You know, I, I get extremely nervous before matches. And she goes, why do you get so nervous? I'm like, my stomach hurts. And I'm like, 
oh my gosh, you know, I go, when you're a rookie, this is how I'm going to explain it. When you're a rookie, you have to prove to everybody that you belong in the ring. So you're just constantly going, I'm good enough to be here. I'm good enough to be here. And then when you're there for a little bit, you're like, you still have to be impressing all your coworkers, um, your bosses going, okay, I deserve to still be here. I still, I still deserve to be here. When you become, you know, um, in the, you know, me as a, I guess you can call me a vet there for a long time, the pressure of the fans going, oh, you, you don't want them to ever leave and say, remember how awesome she used to be. And also too, when um, a, a match gets messed up, the blame goes to the veteran. Like, why did you, why couldn't you help this girl out with the, the move? You know what I mean? It's, the, it, but it's so much you can do with working with a rookie. Do you know what I mean? But there's a lot of pressure on a vet's shoulders to carry a match. Do you know what I mean? Not to carry it, but to make it look flawless and make the other person look just as good. You know? Right. So that's how I was explaining it. So the pressure and like the, the relaxation of having matches that never goes away. And if it does, something is wrong with you. Majorly, majorly wrong with you to be in the business and not get nervous. Right. And then also, kind of recently, you went over to the UK and you worked for Bellatrix Female Warriors with Soraya Knight. Um, how was that? I always feel like Soraya Knight is just this huge character. I've seen her live and she's kind of scary. <laughs> agree with you she is major majorly uh scary she uh i think that promotion they don't think wrestling is phony or entertaining or or for entertainment so when i wrestled her or anybody in that organization it was a lot of contact um there was one weekend my eardrum burst uh and another weekend my jaw got um, um just from a slap got knocked out of place and i was just it was just i was coming back I, I was beaten up. I'm going to be honest with you. That plane ride on the way home was torture, and I just couldn't wait to get home to bed. And it, it, it's a lot of, it's, it's very physical there. But they, they take it very serious. This is why I think Fit Finley and Regal are such tough asses because <laughs> they work English style, which is um, strong style. So mm. it's, it's pretty stiff and snug, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I was, I'll be honest with you, I was nervous going there every time. I didn't know what I was doing. They never tell you what, what's going on until you get there. Same as, same with WWE and TNA, you know, they don't tell you what's happening until you get there. And, you know, they, I wish them success. And I, am, I know they have like major TV deals going and um, they're going to be successful. They have a lot of talented girls there. So many girls. But yeah, exactly. And that family, like, you know. Yeah. Jeez, I, I, no wonder the kids like Paige and you know, the the two boys and the nephew and like all the grandkids. They're all gonna, they're all pretty tough. Yeah. And now I understand it comes from you know it's it's just amazing that family is just so many generations of wrestlers. You know what I mean? Yeah, crazy. Yeah, impressive. Yes, yeah, Raya's amazing. <laughs> yes, one of my favorite people. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And then also, you were in the Chikara King of Trios with Mickey James and Jazz. Um, how was it being back in the ring with them and being in oh Chikara? I, I always think it, that's such a fun promotion. <laughs> I, right? I remember my uh, my first Chikara Pro um, show I went to, and it was in Chicago. 
And oh my gosh, I, it was my first time there and it was not too long ago. Uh, it was like maybe four or five years ago. And I, I'm a huge Chicago Pro fan. Um, and I even, I made it publicly known that that was my, I, I wanted to wrestle for the organization for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I was honored to be part of that crew. Those, the, the talent they have are very humble and very, very old school. Even though they're very young, like 18, they still, like, you know, once you put that mask on, you're that person, and you're not out of character at all. Even if it's, like, amongst your friends, they're still talking in character, oh. and I've never experienced that before. <laughs> uh, but going in the ring with Mickey James and Jazz, my major, my concern was uh, not laughing, because, <laughs> you know, they're, you know, you know, back in our generation, we're all very tight and close, and <laughs> part of our wrestling matches was trying to make each other laugh, you know what I mean? So, um, and like Jazz's comments on the side, because we were a tag team, like the thing she was saying to me, you know, I'm trying to keep a straight face and focus on what's going on in the ring, you know, because, you know, it's three against three, nothing, you know, it's, it's you know, you still have to kind of, like, know what's going to, what's coming up, you know what I mean? And it, it was just... I'm not used to doing a lot of spots, you know, so I don't like planning stuff. I'm more of a a worker that just goes in there. Let's just um, listen to the crowd and fill it, and we can just talk it over in the ring and work it like a dance. One's going to lead and one's going to follow. So, but that organization, it was, I get to say that I worked for Chicago Pro. And, uh, oh, my gosh, uh, the promoter, he's very inspirational. About the intergender matches, I was very iffy about the intergender matches um, way before, until I heard um, um, Quackenbush do his speech by not saying like uh, equal, you know, just girls being. He he was promoting girls being equal, not you know guy versus girls, right. and it kind of changed my perspective on that. And I'm telling you, that guy should be a promoter of every large organization because. After his speech, um, before going to perform for him, uh, for his promotion, um, I, I would have cut myself in the forehead to bleed and just, you know, gig myself just to get the crowd involved because he just like makes you feel like Superman. You know what I mean? So like, he's, he's amazing. An amazing guy. That's so cool. And you got to share the ring with Kimberly and crazy Mary Dobson, who eventually made it to WWE, um, how how did you feel in the ring with them? Did you see the? Did you feel like they would make it to WWE or? And there's so many girls that are so so talented, and you kind of wonder why that they're not in the major leagues. You know what I mean? Um, I, you know, it's it's awesome to work with such girls that are willing to do anything in the ring and do high risk maneuvers. Um, that that. The rewarding part is at the end, you know, when they come up to you and, you know, say, wow, I've always wanted to wrestle you. I watched you when I was a little girl, and now I get to wrestle with you, which is really kind of odd, you know what I mean? Because I still see myself as a little kid. <laughs> but um, that, that's the best part of working with these girls. And, uh, you know, I'm not looking to make a major comeback and not looking for, you know, a job in the Fed. So I'm one of the girls that are very honest and open and tell them how it is, what, what you expect when you get up there, what not to do, what to do, how you're not going to see your family four days a week, and um, your family becomes wrestling, you know, um, so you got to be sure that you want to wrestle 
a hundred percent. You know what I mean? Because it's that is it's it's not a nine to five job that you just leave it. You know, right. you were there twenty four seven, and everything you do it involves wrestling, even your home life. <laughs> so, yeah, it's nice to give my you know to just to pass on my knowledge to the to young rookies, the long, mm-hmm. the young lads. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, one of our followers on Twitter wants to know if you would like to face any up-and-coming indie girls. Indie girls or girls that are up there? Um, either. <laughs> okay. Well, the indie girl that um, I'm a huge fan of uh, is Madison Eagles. Oh, yeah. um, she's from England. And she and her husband, I believe, own a school up there, a wrestling school. And the first show I saw her um, wrestle was a shimmer show in Chicago. And it was all women. And I've never been, I never witnessed an all-girl show ever. And I was like, gosh, how how well is this going to be perceived? Because I I come from, you know, different stage, you know. And uh, when she came out, I literally got off my seat went ringside going, who the heck, like her music, the entrance music was just really, it was, gave me goosebumps, it was, it was eerie, it was creepy, I'm like, oh my god, who is this person coming out, and her wrestling, her grappling, oh, it was just wonderful, I was, I saw her go against Athena Reese, and holy moly, they had a great match, unbelievable, but that's my indie girl I would like to face, and up there, you know, I think Paige, just because I'm, um, I'm just hearing, you know, a lot of fans just saying how we have a similar style, um, but I just think they think crazy versus crazy in the ring, and also Charlotte, you know, Ric Flair's daughter, um, you know, I think her and I can have a really good match. I don't know if I can work that fast. I'm more, uh, a little bit slower paced and more, you know, telling a story with my face and my body language opposed to just move, 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 move. Right. So that'd be interesting. You know, yeah. yeah. So many girls up there that are really talented, like Sasha Banks. Um, so it's really hard to say I want to face this person and not this person. There's so many talented girls. You know. Yeah, and I definitely agree with Madison Eagles. I saw her at Shimmer Live, and she's just incredible. She's Unbelievable! Yeah. Oh my god! And her finisher is badass. <laughs> oh, it's so badass! Yeah. Uh, it is so cool, and you know. I actually downloaded that song, that that um, entrance song, because of her. Wow. Um, yeah, totally. And she knows that. And, um, you know, yeah, they just have a really good... Um, I just wish the girls got paid a little bit more in that organization. You know, unfortunately, the independents, you don't make a lot of money. Yeah. But so in the independents, that's when you see true passion. That's you know, because you're, you're wrestling for $50 to 100 bucks, um, But they're still wrestling, and they're going out there tearing it up, you know, so... That's dedication and passion, you know? Definitely. So what are your thoughts on the women's revolution? Um, how do you think that's going? And also, um, you know, people are buzzing on Twitter, and we saw an hour Twitter especially about um, people wanting you to be part of the May Young Classic. <laughs> okay, I'm going I'm to be honest with you. I haven't tuned in for a while. Okay, I'm going to be completely honest. And okay. uh, <laughs> I didn't. We're talking about the Mayon Classic. Um, you're going to have to smart me up on that one. But, of course, uh, you know, May and Mula are icons in our business, legends. And uh, I got to rest on, you know, you know Mula's uh, 80th birthday. Her wish was to get back in the ring. And 
to my surprise, it was against me. So I was I was able to get in the ring with both those ladies and get a, give a punch to um, Mae Young as well, you know. And I was so scared that I was going to be the one to break their hip or something, you know what I mean? And that sounds so mean, but oh my God, they were stiff. I mean, talk about tough chicks. Um, you know, they lay it in. They're a little bit more old school and they're also English their strong style as well, and um, that was, I w- and I remember um, Mulan, when she pinned me, she goes, thank you, honey, and I'm like, <laughs> and of course, I had a mark out moment at that, mo- at that point, I go, oh my god, I got to face both of them, do you know what I mean, who are legends, and um, it was just an honor, do you know what I mean, but I, you know, to be participating in that, I know nothing about it, but if I'm not asked to be part of it, I'm still not going to give me a boo-boo face or hurt my feelings. You know what I mean? I'm still going to be supportive. You know, there's a lot of talent out there. It's not, you can't give everybody, it's, you know, this business is, look how many girls are involved, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, what, oh, the, the revolution. Yeah. Uh, is that like what the girls are going, like ours was the golden era and now it's the diva revolution, that kind of thing? Um, yes. Stephanie and Triple H are saying that, um, you know, once Sasha Banks and Charlotte and all them got called up, they got a Hell in a Cell match, their main eventing, they're calling it the woman's evolution, the introduction of a new title and everything. Okay. Well, awesome. I mean, it's, it's nice that to have, like, Stephanie and Hunter's, uh, you know, um, belief in, you know, the girls are kicking butt. I wish we had that, um, you know, be able to do two mat- two women's matches and look at how the kicking butt in NXT and all that. Yeah. Um, you know, we were, thank God we had Fit Finley in our, in our era. You know, he pushed us girls, but again, we were only allowed to do a certain amount of time on TV. And, um, we had to like, you know, kind of hold back on certain moves just because, you know, we, we were, we're told just to kind of, um, n- not work so much like that, which we took the best. You know what I mean? Um, so, um, I'm proud that, and, and they are very lucky that they get to, you know, have all that, that opportunity. You know what I mean? Yeah. But at the time, you know, um, Trish and I, you know, had hardcore match, street fight um, matches, and Lita and I were the first cage match. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I had uh, two cage matches in TNA. And, um, you know, so I was lucky to be part of that generation as well. And, you know, and participate and do something different. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Yeah, I remember stories about you know, women having to redo stuff in matches because it was better than the guys and getting yelled at backstage and stuff like that. So it's really cool to see how far they've come, right? And how like um, the fans, you know, they're they're listening to the fans now. You know that the fans appreciate that. <laughs> and um, my gosh, the girls are, you know, I. I hate saying this. They're getting better, you know, better ratings than the guys. You know yeah. what I mean? And these girls are killing each other out there. And I couldn't be more proud, honestly. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Even though, like, you know, everyone's asking me, oh, you know, what about the girls getting this, like, um, you know, this attention, this and that? And I'm like, I still feel like every generation of um, the divas or the, the, the female wrestlers prior to me have paid the path, paid the way for newcomers and, um, you know, I'll, I'll still, the people that wrestled before me, the women, you know, I still go up to them and thank them, thank you so much for for paving the way. We wouldn't be in the ring doing what we do without you. You know what I mean? Right. So, no jealousy, very proud, and you always want to, when you see the girls um, wrestle, you want them to have a, 
awesome match and they, you want them to steal the show right. because, you know, even though I'm not with the, the league anymore, I'm still part of the league. I'm still proud and they still represent all of us female wrestlers, you know, yeah. in some capacity. Oh, yeah. And um, I, when I first got into wrestling, your feud with Trish Stratus, that, uh-huh. is, that is the thing that got me into women's wrestling. Your matches, the street fight, how you were introduced on Heat, the backstory they gave, everything was just so good. So good. <laughs> yeah, and that, we thank Fit Finley for that. That was our yeah. agent and um, our coach and... He was in charge of all of our characters. Um, he would watch us wrestle and say, I see you as this kind of person. And evidently, I got the crazy character. I don't know where the hell he got that from. <laughs> I thought I was intense in the ring and I could kick butt, but he said I work crazy. So, you know, I went with it. Um, and then the good thing about being crazy, you know, they could tell you we're doing too much, you know, but that rarely happens. So I could just be as crazy as I want want to be, you know what I mean? And just shock value, you know what I mean? Um, I remember working with Stevie Richards, and um, God bless him, you know, you know, a guy being the girl's ballet, do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I'm very appreciative. I'm sure it, it did something to his ego, but <laughs> he was and very proud of me, and we never went over a single thing before going um, to the ring. Really? We were just like, feel it, do it. Oh Say something later. If you feel something that you need to do, do it. I'm, I'll go with it. And so I remember, you know, going to the top of the ramp. I don't know if you remember this. And I grabbed his face and I went to go, I went to go smell his neck up to his ear. Do you remember that? Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I did. Okay. Okay. That, and I was only supposed to smell him, right? Uh-huh. Well, I got to the, where I just started like biting his ear yeah. and then pulling air and then I would toss him aside like you know I don't know what the hell but I remember coming backstage I thought he was going to yell at me going Lisa what was that or Victoria what was that all about um, he was like that was freaking awesome that was so awesome the fans went crazy for that and you know you know you say sorry in our business you say sorry later you never know what you're going right, to do right. you know uh, never know if you're going to really hurt someone you know accidents happen mm-hmm. but um, I, I was very lucky to work with someone that was so open about anything because you know if i got pushed he got pushed if he got pushed i got pushed so the more time you know more crazy stuff that we did you know it it got us more tv time and more fans you know yeah it was so exciting my god that pairing was so good (laughs) he's an amazing guy he was very giving yeah you know yeah you guys had awesome chemistry i can't believe some of that stuff was just like off the fly no (laughs) yeah me too (laughs) i couldn't either Oh I couldn't God. either come back, and I'm going, oh, no, I hope he's not mad about this. But he would come back, he goes, you know, first he would go, you okay? How's your knee? How's your neck? I saw that hit. It got you in the mouth. You okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm so sorry. Were you okay with me doing this to you? And he would go, uh-huh. yeah. Are you serious? Come on. And I was like, oh. So it was, it was nice. It was very, it's nice to be partners with someone that you're good friends with. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah, oh, and those are the best matches. Um, the better matches you have are with your close friends because yeah. you know, in you know, reality, you're not really trying to hurt someone and put them out of a, a job, and right. you know, you just want the best match possible. And if you, you know, there's accidents that happen where you actually catch the person in the face, mm-hmm. you know, 
you don't go, oh my, you know, you, the show must go on. You know, there's right. an agreement mm-hmm. right there. You know, this is not ballet, as Fit Finley says. Right. If you want to dance, go dance. This is fighting, you know? Very true, very true. <laughs> now, um, when you faced Trish in that Chicago street fight, mm-hmm. was that something you both came up with, Finley came no. up with, or? No, 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 no not at all. No? Um, TV, again, I told you we never know what we're going to do unless it's a, a pay-per-view and it's a build, big build-up to it, and this right. is what you guys are going to be, you know, this is the climax mm-hmm. and but we came to tv and they you know they i remember them saying you have a cage match or you have a hardcore match or you have a street fight you know of course we would <laughs> no seriously what, what what are we doing tonight no i'm serious you guys are having a street fight like outside of the ring like where we can use weapons and stuff like that and they're like yep and then we looked at each other like you know terrified but at the same time that's right. We finally, you know, we're doing guy style matches, and and we deserve it, and it, we're gonna we're gonna make it work. You know what I mean? And again, working with Fit Finley, like uh, my gosh, you know that hardcore match at Madison Square Garden was iconic, yeah. just because it was in Madison Square Garden. You know, it's that place because you goose pimples um, when you when you wrestle there, and also too, that's the first place where I got my championship belt. And the hardcore match, um, I broke my nose and chipped my front tooth, um, and it was a long match. So it was, when you get those kind of matches, you get a pat on the back that we can care, we can do it. You know what I mean? That's a lot of confidence they have to put into you. Right. And, um, yeah, it's just, I'll be honest, I had an amazing career, and I'm still, I'm still going at it, too. Yeah. It's still fun, and I still love it, you know? Oh, that's so good. <laughs> you've had so many incredible matches and then another match that really really sticks out is your match against Molly Holly at Wrestlemania shaving her head uh, yeah I shaved her head yeah <laughs> um, which was her she was her idea yeah. about doing a hair match and uh, oh man it was that was it was you know Wrestlemania moment there were so many things that can go wrong there um, mm-hmm. at that match. You know, the barber shop, like, mm-hmm. above the top of the ramp. And I didn't know how to shave a person's head. <laughs> which probably should have rehearsed that with some guy or something like that. I didn't know you have to cut it first before shaving it. So <laughs> by the time I shaved her head, don't forget, I don't know if you can see, she got loose from the yeah. barber chair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as I strapped her down where the straps broke. And I was like, oh, my God, this is horrible and the referee and the barber is telling me she needs to be bald by this this many minutes so i was like i need help i don't know how it's not cutting it's i was cutting her head she was bleeding and i said they're like you need to cut it first i go where's the scissors there's no scissors I'm like oh my god so you know and at the same time i'm supposed to look like i'm enjoying shaving her head and you know looking crazy and uh controlling the situation and telling her, oh my God, I'm sorry. You are going to be so cut up on the head and have so many scars on your head from me. And so, um, yeah, that was, it was an amazing moment, but I'm going to be honest with you. It was, it was during the shaving was not fun. It was, it was scary and just so much pressure and I was hurting her. And when I came backstage, I was so scared she was going to, you know, Molly Holly's like one of the nicest people in the business. She doesn't curse. She's very, she's a goody two shoes. 
And I was like, oh my God, I'm the, I'm going to be the girl that makes her snap and go off on me backstage. But she, you know, will, you know, that nothing happened. And, um, of course I go apologize and I saw her head and I was like, God, but she looked really pretty bald. Not girl, not many girls could <laughs> pull that off. Right. And, yeah. And what's awesome is that, you know, it didn't end there. You know, we thought, you know, some, some storylines end and you're, and you're like, okay, whatever happened to that? And, you know, like me, where, where did that crazy character go? I just came back and did a, di- a different character. All of, you know, no background story. The fans were confused. Um, right. But they still went on with um, Molly Holly wearing that wig Wayne, with the yeah. black strap <laughs> holding down, which was super hard wrestling her and having a straight face with her look. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it was so ridiculous, but she's such a great wrestler, too. Uh, you have to do a lot of like mind tricks before going through the curtain. Yeah, you know, you have to go in that mean phase, going, "Okay, oh my god, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna beat her up, that kind of stuff." <laughs> but she looks so ridiculous um, with that strap. And, and to tell you another thing about that girl, how giving and how nice she is. I got my finisher, the Widow's Peak, from an indie wrestler named Roddy Roddy uh, Roderick Strong. Mm-hmm. Indie, he's Ring of Honor. Now he's with WWE. NXT, yeah. She saw him the widow's peak on a show and she came to tv and she said uh you know victoria there's a there's a move i think you need to to do this be perfect for you because i was one of the bigger girls that i can lift all the girls Mm -hmm. so all the girls are really tiny most of them and uh, you for a finisher you have to be able to do a move on anyone Mm -hmm. on any side shape so i was one of the stronger characters stronger girls and so i remember doing it um in the ring and it was, you know, it was before the show, like the doors open and everything. So everybody's like out in the ringside and some of them, you know, they're going over promos and stuff like that. And, uh, uh everyone stopped and went <gasps> when they saw her do that. And, and Vince saw that Vince McMahon, and, um, she, you know, you know, staggered up a little bit and she goes, did, how's that look? You think Victoria should do that? They're like, are you okay? Oh my God. And, Vince gave the thumbs up, and the first person to take that move was Stacy Keebler. Mm. Go figure. Stacy Keebler <laughs> takes the first move. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, and that's how nice she is. She could have yeah. taken that move and ran with it, but she gave it to me, you know, um, thinking it's good for my character. And that finisher, so. I mean, I think everyone can say it's probably one of the most iconic finishers in wrestling. I mean... I don't think yeah. she's a better finisher. It's no, I love it's so I love cool. and um, I I still I still love the day. <laughs> I've never taken the, my finisher. <laughs> I've been in that position, but never I, I've never taken it. And um, I remember the girl Peyton. Um, she's mm-hmm. new with WWE. Yeah. She, I guess the agents and everyone at the the coaches were saying, "Hey, how about you do the Widow's Peak?" And bless her heart, she texts me. DM'd me through Twitter and asked if it'd be okay if she used it. Oh. And I'm that see how sweet how sweet is that? That is very sweet. And you know, I was just like, Oh, absolutely. I go, just give me kudos, you know, toss <laughs> my name that I did it before, something like that, you know. But every I you know, jokingly. And um, she ended up doing it. And I remember making um, a comment because um, I remember Eve Torres did my Standing mood salt, salt with the butt shaking yeah. one, you know? Yeah. And um, she did a little bit of a, you know, a, 
more booty pop style. Mm-hmm. And people were like, oh, Victoria used to do that. But, and she, you know, you know, what is it? Imitation is the best flattery. What is it saying? I- imitation is the best form of flattery, yeah. Back. And I said that on Twitter, and people thought I was being conceited <laughs> and uh, being a, I was having a, you know, I was getting my feelings hurt, but I was just saying that she wanted to take my move, which was, you know, go for it, man. I go, it was that good that someone else is going to take it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I didn't invent all the moves that I've, I've done. And whoever, you know, like my spinning sidewalk slam, which I called the Black Widow. Um, I'm sorry, I called that the spider web. The spider web, And yeah. uh, I from Crash Holly. Oh, he know. taught move. And, you know, the tarantula move, you know, the submission in the corner. Mm-hmm. I got that. I mean, right. I didn't make up all these moves, but I'm still going to be thankful of who I borrowed it from. Do you like the way I say it? I borrowed it from. Borrowed, yes. yes. <laughs> um, another moment that really, really stands out for me is there was an episode of Raw, I believe it was, and it okay. was a bikini contest where you turned heel and you attacked... Uh- Jerry Lawler and yes, and Christy Hemme yeah. and Maria Kanellis yes, and all the, the Playboy model were yeah. involved. I, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, oh my um, god, that was, so was good. I'll be honest with you, that was not my idea, but I it, they can tell I was just getting frustrated just because you know you know like there was they were they were hiring girls that were models that weren't athletes and um, maybe you know they were athletic, but. Mm-hmm. You know, but don't forget, my longevity in this business was working with the rookies, and I can make people look good. So I was always their close friends in the ring, um, and, you know, before and after the matches. And um, But you can tell that the frustration in my face was going, damn, you know, we just did freaking all these cage matches, all the, not the cage matches, but, you know, like all the hardcore matches, all the great tree fights and then i have to go back to doing freaking bikini contest are you kidding me and so that you can you can tell on my face you can just read that with, and um they put it in the story where um you know that i i i freak out again and i oh oh i'm sorry um i, I freak out and um take it out on all the divas you know what i mean and so it was, I'll be honest with you, I loved it. And I loved my face expression, like, after getting out of that ring yeah. and looking back, you know, after losing the contest mm-hmm. and then me double-taking. Um, it was it was quite iconic, I'm telling you. I'm glad I didn't get Botox that week. <laughs> <laughs> that way you can see my facial expression. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you know, I don't, and also, too, I didn't know Maria, um, when I super kicked her, um, I got her in the face, uh-huh. her jaw, a little bit. And, you know, of course, I don't mean to really do it, you know, where yeah. that's a timing issue. You know, you need to learn how to bump and, like, you know, that, that's, and you don't mean to really do it. But, uh, and also, did I give Christy Hemme the widow's peak on that one? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay. If you look back at that. That looks sick. Look at her back. Yeah. No one's ever got hurt from my widow's peak, but she has, um, it's called, Lordosis, I have that too, where your lower back kind of sways, um, it curves in, and that makes your butt like stick out farther. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's called lordosis chiropractor thing. It's a term because we get adjusted all the time. <laughs> and um, she's very flexible that way. So when she took it, 
she wanted to look like it broke her back. So she used her flexibility on it. <laughs> and her back curved in so much. She goes, I'm going to be honest with you. That kind of hurt my, my lower back. <laughs> and I, when I saw it, because um, we would watch it in catering the next day. If we had like Raw and Smackdown, you know, the next day at TVs or whatever. Um, we were able to watch, you know, there were there, um, DVDs of our... Of, either heat, velocity, all that kind of stuff, so we can watch it during catering. All of us would rewind it and watch it with fit, and so we can tear it down, like going, oh, you did this wrong. You should have looked at the camera on this. You know, we would get torn apart, you know? Mm. And when I saw it, I go, oh, my God. Yeah. How's your back? She goes, <laughs> no, I'm okay. I'm okay. I go, oh, my God, you better. Oh, I, you know, girl, I appreciate you making my move look so devastating, and I, I, I just... You know, of course, I don't want to really injure somebody. You know, you don't, that's their career, you know, that's their, their well-being. And, um, but, um, she's okay. She was okay. <laughs> it's just, she was flexible and she took it like a champ. I'll tell you that. Yeah, that looked intense. The whole thing looked intense. It was so well done. <laughs> Thank you. I know. We, I was really excited. Yeah. I was really excited. Yeah. Yeah. I get like, like when those kind of moments, you're just like, you get that goose pimples and you have like the adrenaline is flowing through your your veins. I mean, just like it's going through you so much. But you have to tell yourself in the ring, slow down. Slow down because you get really excited. And what do you do when you get excited? You rush things, right? Even right. in normal life. Mm -hmm. And so you keep on telling yourself, slow. Let the, let the fans digest this. Let, let the wrestlers digest it. You know what I mean? There's a lot. People don't realize how much goes into a wrestling match. You know, like your facial, your, your facial expressions. The, the speed... And listen, you have to listen to the crowd. What are they buying? What are they not buying? Do I need to turn it up? Do I need to get on or more? I mean, there's a lot. It's And don't forget, we get one take. Right. There's no second take, you know what I mean? So, you know, we're stunt people that are horrible actors <laughs> <laughs> that have got to do it and do it right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But then also, too, and to go, like, to go back about, you know, when you get those chants that you effed up, you effed up, those kind of chants, that those, those piss me off just because... Um, you want those fans to get on the crowd, you know, could get in the ring. You do what I'm doing in front of these this many people and right. see how well you handle it. And don't forget, we're we're wrestling. Everything doesn't have to be Perfect. perfectly yeah. pretty. Right. It doesn't have to be a fight. It's a fight. Mm -hmm. Some things are going to go wrong. So we always have to tell ourselves, you know, our coaches and our agents, you know, Arnie Anderson, Rick Steamboat, like, you know, and Fit would say, it doesn't have to be perfect. Mm -hmm. You don't listen to them. Even though you messed up, who cares? Let them get up there and slip on the oil that's on the ropes. You know, I mean, you know, that this is a fight. Nothing's going to be perfect and smooth. So, you know, you know, you would have, of course, inside your phone, you still hear that in your back. Dang it. They're chanting that. Are you serious? And I also hated that we want puppies chant. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Oh, thank God there's but more of that. <laughs> I know. Right? Right? Thank God. Right. Oh. Yeah. Oh. And then. I I remember when you were feuding with Chrissy Honey, there was a backstage segment where she was being interviewed, and you just locked the vase. Yeah, with the vase. Oh my god! <laughs> you know what? The only thing that yeah. messed that that I wish I did um, during that segment, there was a piece of hair that went in my face. I should have wiped it away from my face and then said, "That's right, Christy Hemi, I am a bitch." That kind of thing. I should have said that, but I was so angry that I would in my head. I'm like going. Would I really care if a piece of hair is in my face? But at the end, I'm like, oh, it would have been better for the facial expression. See how, like, those are one takes. Right. Because that's a, a, 
that's you, you know, one base. You have one base. Mm-hmm. That's it. You got to get it right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh-huh. But um, that, that, you know, I went to Vince and said, give me Christy Hemi. <laughs> I said, uh, you know, I go, you guys, you want these, you, your higher girls, um, give to me. If you want her to, I'll make her look like a million bucks, that kind of thing. I want to be part of this. I, I don't want to be pushed aside. I'm willing, you know, I'm willing to lose to her. I, you know, let me, let me, you know, I, I you know, you want to be part of the game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, her and I are still close. <laughs> all my generation girls um, and new girls and stuff like that, we're all very tight. It's yeah. it's a family, you know. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have the, the, it's a family that you never can get away from. <laughs> right. I love seeing on social media all of you hang out at the conventions and, you know. Yeah, those are like okay. mini reunions for us. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome that we get to see each other, you know. It's not all, it's, it's you know, we have to always... It becomes pleasure, not just work, 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 and like you know, let's sign these autographs, sign these autographs, and you know it's, it's so that's so tedious, that tedious part. I, you know, um, but to be able to talk about old times, and then talking to the fans, and, and like at this moment, like oh, you remember the vase, you know, like oh, they really like that part of the story. Do you know what I mean? That mm-hmm. they, you get you get the appreciation from the fans, and I do see on Twitter like about the Hall of Fame. I should be inducted in the Hall of Fame. How do I feel about it? Uh, you know. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, when I do these conventions, these signings, um, these independent shows, I hear from the fans come up to me and saying, my God, you know, I watched you as a 12-year-old. You should be in the Hall of Fame. You know what? I did my job. He appreciated my work. You know, to say, you know what? You were important to business. And I hear from the fans and I entertained they walk away loving my matches and appreciating the hard work and the dedication and the sacrifices we've done. That's enough for me, and it sounds super corny, but I'm not going to be hurt. I'm, I'm not hurt by it, you know what I mean, at all. I'm, I'm super proud. You know, the next person I would like to see inducted is Ivory. Yeah. You know, she's in ja- like Jackie, thank God, you know, and Molly Holly. Um, there's so many talented girls, my God, you know. Um, my, there's just so many... You know, it's just like, you can't just say, you should be inducted. No, there's a ton of people that need to be inducted. You know, you're only going to get one female a year. That's the thing. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. So. There should be more than one female a year, I think. But <laughs> that's just... No, I'm with you. I, I agree with you. Yeah. But we, we're all biased because female division. <laughs> yeah, right. Right? Like, you're, you're more of a women's wrestling fan than, yeah. right, than... I'm assuming because you know so much history. Yeah, yeah, yes, definitely. Okay, definitely. I appreciate male wrestling, but I've always gravitated towards female wrestling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, yeah. I enjoy it too. I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah, I, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. to try to look pretty and um, feminine while working like a strong, tough tomboy. It's and then having those bikini matches, walking heels but still a muscular woman that's a tomboy that does all their stunts. Yeah. It's really hard. That's, it's really difficult. Yeah. And to look like, you know, you can't get wrinkles, you can't gain weight, you can't get scars. You know, guys can look more rugged when they get scars and stuff like this. As girls, they're like, oh my God, what happened to her? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a lot of, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. 
I was just going to ask um, how you felt about wrestling for TNA, and then I was going to wrap it up. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, I'll be honest with you. I thought I was going to be done um, with WWE when I was done. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and I had two more years at WWE, and I, I just asked them if I can um, break my contract because I don't want to be one of those bitter vets that talk bad about the business and stuff like that, and I don't want to be burnt out. I still want to love it. Um, fans were not believing and I can lose matches, and you're like, you know, you know Santa Claus is fake, but you don't want to be told Santa Claus is fake. You know what I mean? Right, you yeah. still want to believe the talent, the magic, you know, all that stuff. Um, then I started watching Gail Kim and Kong, Awesome Kong, and I was like, oh my god! Right. That's what I loved. I loved it. And then I had three months, you know, no compete clause with WWE. The freaking 90th day, I get a call from Terry Taylor. Oh. Um, we want you to come aboard. And uh, they want to sign me for three years. And I said, let me do a year and then see if I like it. So I only did year, one year, one year, one year. Because I was getting a little older. And I didn't want it, you know, exciting in the ring. You know, I, I don't want to be in it when it's it's work. I still want to have fun and enjoy what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. You know, so, and, you know, I got to wrestle ODB. God, there were some major girls that were, I was so happy to work with, you know. Um, at the time, you know, when I left, I... Um, I just didn't like, you know, Dixie Carter and I didn't see eye to eye, you know, um, I, when, you know, you want to, when you work for some, like a business like this, you want to like, exactly like Quackenbush. I told you I would cut my head. I would have bled for him. I would have done like a barbed wire, um, match for him because he inspired me and he was like, he believed all of us were equal. Um, there's not, not that the main event is not better than the first match. Um, for someone like, to appreciate what you are and what you do in the ring, that's who you want to work hard for. Right. And when you don't respect for someone, respect someone that you, you work for, you really don't give 100%. That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know? Right. So cool. But I still love it. I've never said, you know, you know, it's just I had more time in WWE. You know, I have more right. experience there. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm, you know, I still talk to ODB uh, every day. We talk true. to each other. So right. I make some, like, I, I made some good quality friends in this business. You know what I mean? We're going to be family forever. Right. Unfortunately, I'm that crazy aunt. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm going to start barbecuing for the fam. Okay, right, enjoy. Thank you. Okay, bye, hon. Bye. Bye.